This is Adventures in Sound at the Premises Studios. Hello and welcome to Adventures in Sound with me, Anne Frankenstein. We're back this week with another bonus artist episode. In these episodes, we put the focus on an artist that we love and get them into the Folded Wing studio while they're working elsewhere at the premises. If you haven't heard the latest episode of Adventures in Sound, then listen back on your podcast app after this week's show. Our previous episode was all about some of the producers that work within the premises studios every week, talking about the artist-producer relationship and those moments of studio magic. But on this week's bonus artist episode, we've got Izzy Dunn to pop into the Folded Wing studio while she was recording a session for The Selector, and you can listen to that at selector-radio.com. Izzy has had an extensive career as a composer, session musician and solo artist. She's written string arrangements for the likes of Damon Albarn and Gorillaz, Jamie T and Cody Chestnut. She's toured with Duran Duran and this year she released her latest solo album, Recycle Love. So here she is on Adventures in Sound, Izzy Dunn. You're listening to Adventures in Sound. Adventures in Sound. Hello, my name is Izzy Dunn. I'm a singer, songwriter, cellist and I'm here for Adventures in Sound with Folded Wing. I had quite a musical upbringing. Both my folks were singers, so it was all around me all the time and a, a constant array uh, of different styles. They were quite keen to show me and, and introduce me to as much music as possible. Um, I actually grew up, grew up in a pub, so it was kind of even more merry. You know, there was jazz bands that would come in, there was lots of music around me. My family took me out on the road when I was really young, when, when theatres and that kind of way of life was part of how you earned your living. So it was all around me and um, my house was filled with jazz, it was filled with opera, it was filled with just you name it constant music so it was kind of inevitable that it would rub off in some way and I loved it it was yeah um, but the cello was not really that wasn't part of the the thing really it was not something that I picked out or anything it just sort of stumbled into me Um, I don't think I ever really thought of it too hard as career, but it was just, I think I found an escape as a little kid quite young and I started writing quite young um, and it was it was my own little haven, I suppose. So I never really thought of it as anything more than that. And then I really quite enjoyed the cello um, and to get to the point where I am now was not something that I'd ever considered for, a, well, not at all, really. So, yeah, uh, singing came a lot later for me as well. So it's been quite an evolution musically, yeah. No, it wasn't love It wasn't love It wasn't love It wasn't love Adventures in Sound Maybe 15 years ago was uh, my first EP, um, four-track EP, and in those days it didn't really even have... You know what, what we see now as sort of all the, the the media sort of stuff with the Instagrams and the, all the ways of selling it. It was literally magazines, and we were quite brave to sort of just say, right, well, we'll just do it ourselves. So that's kind of started, and we've done it ever since that way, and it's worked in in keeping with what I do with the rest of the music and the other music that we do. It's kind of worked out that it's been the best journey and the best route of way of putting out our own music, doing it our own way in our own time. And very early on, we we sort of self released under Fireworks. It sort of changed and um, into I Done It Music after that into my second album I think but there's a big gap because I was touring but yeah ever since the beginning self-funded self-made homemade heartfelt everything completely independent yeah Take a bit some time, but 
So what you wanna know? Yeah, I think I just experimented a lot, a lot with uh, the cello against a, a sort of the tide of sort of what a classical musician was doing, I suppose. And in that time, I, I got, I was really lucky to get to work with Roots Maneuver, so I did a track with him on that called Storyteller, and I'm still really proud of it. But, um, but it really features the cello and really hard beats and him and me on it. And yeah, I, I, I like the idea of of stripping away all the preconceptions of what you're supposed to do and like I like that and I think ever since I've tried to challenge it but I think the productions have got a bit bigger Reese oversized bubbler causing enough trouble for your number my crew the said way we want things redundant to do with a force far reaching beyond our control and unforeseen future lies the battle wages on and never changes just our own perception that rearranges cause we are the storytellers and the story shall go on I think it was just after I'd released my first EP, I was really lucky within the, the circle of people around West London. I met a guy called Remy Kabaka and I started doing some bits of music and stuff with him and um, he introduced us to Damon Albarn and we got to do some strings on that um, Demon Days album. But I think we met him doing a track with Tony Allen before that as well. But we continued that and the girls that I'd been working with pretty much all my life playing strings, four of us, and from that we went out as a unit all the time and hence sort of Damon Demon strings it was sort of born through that so yeah we've kind of done that ever since and we're still working now and yeah my girls <laughs> we were just lucky that he's so prolific and and he did like strings on lots of stuff so we ended up doing quite a lot of projects with him and then I've travelled with him a lot there's been a lot of tours I went to Mali last year as well with him um, which was amazing but I hope to do some more and he's non-stop incredibly inspiring and that's that's quite an amazing thing to be around see sort of things like that it sort of puts me on a little bit of a hiatus because you're just sort of soaking up so much to do a bit of strings and da, 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 and then you have to you know and that's why it takes me a bit of time to sort of get around to making a bit of music because I'm just so overwhelmed by a lot of people's music you know and and the yeah you need to find some space for yourself too Adventures in Sound at the Premises Studios. Just saying, in this building that you've moved to um, is a fantastic, amazing artist, Jamie T, who I got to do strings on for his last album, which I'm so, so pleased and proud of because I think it's an amazing album I mean he's, he's amazing anyway but he really let me just sort of go a bit mad not not too mad but he did and, and um, th- there are very specific tracks where I got to do the, um, uh, some string arranging but yeah and I sort of remember coming to meet him here and chatting to him about the track so it's nice to sort of come back obviously it's an amazing space here but yeah I've been really lucky there's been some amazing artists that I've had the joy of working with so yeah I really hope I get to do that again soon <laughs> I enjoy making them, but I think with string arranging, I'm more confined and I'm sort of pushed into a place where I have to really, yeah, I have to rein in where I'm going with it 
in my mind more about where they're coming from and especially when you're feeding off things like words sometimes it's just about a feeling or a word that you have to then interpret and that tiny little nuance of a word or something can change you know one note in a chord one you know the minor to major a, a tiny little inversion of something can change your whole perception of that thing so little things like that have taught me a lot about how to tap into the way other people are writing their songs you're listening to adventures in sound the album that's coming out presently is called recycle love even though i make a lot of sort of the music spans a lot of different styles i suppose or tries to encapsulate a lot of styles i think this was a little bit it was pulled together a little bit more and also because I was really lucky to get to work with Digo to work with somebody else and get to know just not only the vision of what they're trying to do with me but also respectfully as well because it's like you know it's a huge respect to sort of share that time with somebody that you want to make sure that you're giving everything you can and also you're fearful of what they you know so it's, it's a relationship it's building a relationship so I think I was just more aware of uh, uh, of trying not to go off on these crazy tangents and define it a bit better so we we were quite structured you know quite disciplined about writing it and we had a lot of fun the whole Thing was around a time that it's we've just been in quite terrible ter- turbulent times I think and I think having that space to sort of view everything I can look at snapshots now of songs and I understand where I, my head was at when I wrote certain songs um, even that song Pyro I just got back from um, from Paris the night that Bataclan happened I was on a train on the last train home we didn't know at the time until the news started coming through at the the other end that this had happened and it wasn't for a couple of weeks that I think I really took in what was I don't think any of us really are digesting a lot of things that are happening around us but but in terms of where it sent me musically and then I wrote that song I think a couple of weeks after and it's taken me a while actually to understand that that's what I was kind of writing about trying to understand it put it in a place where we're all at where humans are at making some sense of it. and it just came out another song that just sort of came out so there's a lot of there's a lot of personal observation but it's also about what's around us so yeah I hope it makes sense when people hear it patience when it comes to actually recording but I've actually taken a bit of time out I'm still not wonderful at it but I've been a little bit more self-reliant in terms of being able to record and I found a lot of ways of recording now even on this new album that I've done myself actually entirely myself 
and that's that's been quite a nice feeling and, and also more than the, just the freedom of it of recording entirely the whole thing myself and experimenting a bit more and not to the expense of someone else's time and sort of that and and yeah so I think that recording side of it is definitely different for me um, and I think for everybody that has their own home studios and stuff that freedom to sort of really experiment is a brilliant thing technology is amazing for that so um, yeah that's been great in terms of live I haven't been out live for quite a long time so that's something that's kind of on the horizon imminently which I'm excited about but it's putting together a live show that actually takes on the feelings because I, I, I would love to be able to perform the songs to the extent that some of them are which is full brass full strings the whole lot everything um, but now I find it quite interesting being able to pull everything and strip it back and then put it all back together again in some kind of live way so that that's something that I'm looking forward to doing as well Well, there you go. Izzy Dunn on Adventures in Sound. What an amazing career she's had. And if you haven't heard her latest album, Recycle Love, then you really must go and check that out. A proper masterpiece. That's it for this week. Join us in two weeks' time as we take a look behind the scenes of some of those that rehearse here at the premises and we discover just what goes into the preparation of a live show and tour. Make sure you subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss that. This has been Adventures in Sound. I'm Anne Frankenstein and this has been a Folded Wing production. To hear more, head over to foldedwing.co.uk. You're listening to Adventures in Sound. Adventures in Sound.